Welcome to a Story Arcs miniseries. This is a podcast where I develop the fable of Malachi with the help of my illustrator, Sarah, and you, the audience, in the Fae Realms universe. I am Trevor Sutton. Let's create! We are live. All right. So what chapter is this? Exile, I believe. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the whole thing. Let me know how it sounds to you, okay? Okay. Exile. Tired and beaten from miles they filed, the traitorous fay were henceforth exiled. Their magic was stripped, their weapons on racks, their beautiful wings were torn from their backs. The people watched on, not one word was said. Their fate, it was sealed. They made their own bed. Malachi silent, though anger still burned. He followed his men, no lesson he'd learned. Before the portal, Malachi stood tall. He turned to the king and swore they'd all fall. The exile of Malachi. The portal before, it kind of feels like the exile and the portal are kind of in the same uh, sentence. But uh, uh, um, again, especially with here, I wanted to stress that the I, I kind of stuck that one line in there, no lesson he'd learned, because whoever's telling the tale, it makes you feel like this is the bad guy. It puts you, it thrusts you in that in that position of looking at Malachi as the bad guy, no matter what you think, and that's what that that's what that's there for. But we'll we'll start from the beginning here. The first two lines: the tired and beaten for miles they fled, the traitors. Uh, the traitorous fay were henceforth uh, filed. The traitor, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There was a lot of them. I don't know. I don't know why I said miles. We could probably change that. No, no. I, I think that's very poetic. I really like it. Um, and it's not even. I mean, I uh, if we were to go hardcore into details about what kind of measurement system the fay use, yeah. I'm sure we could have used a different word. But it doesn't make sense for this. This is a great. Um, Great imagery that you're really can putting up. I just imagine um, paths through plains and through forest where all of these fae who just are, you know, I mean, it's the it's the wonderful movie scene of people who are chained and walking single file as they're being marched off somewhere. Oh, yeah. And it's a very downtrodden, very sad scene. And so those first two lines is perfect for miles they filed. So, of course, they're all one line, all heads down shackled well they don't even need shackles the they've been right. they've been stripped of their magic which is it's almost like they're i mean that's their whole being do you think that that they're kind of zombie like then yeah yeah this is a state of shock it's like being blinded worse right because we blinded. yeah we talked about before um it was kind of fun we talked about the magic almost being like a narcotic effect if you've always been around it when it gets stripped it has all the effects of um, what is it called again when you're recovering Detox. from? Um, yes, but like w- when you're coming down, uh, withdrawals. Yeah. And so to have it ripped away, I mean, you're right. It's like losing your all of your senses. You you can't see or hear or feel. So these people are like slack jawed, pale, just like gray skin almost as they walk. You know, zombie like. So I mean, are they just being gently guided by a couple of guards? Yeah, I mean, there's just uh, need a guard or, or two along the way because they're not. I'm sure they're not even in their right minds at that point. 
Right. I'm sure they're kind of insane. I, I do like the image of them not only filing uh, heads down, but a couple with their heads kind of like thrown back, staring blankly, mouths open. Yeah. Like they're not even looking where they're going or what their hands are doing. Like some people maybe are still clutching at their backs and their hands haven't moved. Or maybe some are still clutching onto something in front of them that's not there. Just a slightly horrific scene and to keep in perspective too a lot of these fairies they weren't these weren't the ones that were at war and were used to dealing with horrible scenery or things that had happened to them these were normal civilians that had that had risen up with malachi so male female doesn't matter they're just all different kinds both both of the warrior class carpenter cast um baking class i mean every every cast there's at least a few so this is a how how many population wise do you think are being exiled right now. I'd say like a third. I'd say getting close. Well, okay. So we had a portion of the population turned into crows. All right. Okay. Then we had a portion of the, of the guard class. I mean, I'd probably say 50% casualties in that war. Oh yeah. Cause it has to be brutal. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I mean, we're approaching, you know, decimation levels of uh, the Fey kingdom here. And now we're getting rid of a whole bunch of regular class, um, citizenry doing this, uh, this whole, I mean, I'd probably say a good, uh, a third to, uh, two fifths. I mean, maybe just a little more than a third. So it's, right. wow. Yeah. We're really getting down there. Yeah. So, which I think the great mother has a, has a, has a, uh, has a capacity because this, this whole thing took course, the civil war, the war of the wings, all this took, took course over years. It's not just something that happens instantly. So right. I'm sure that the population, the great mother, uh, refilled the population at that point. It was probably a strain, but it probably did it just fine. Right. Because, I mean, it's got right. a cash. It's got stuff to uh, – contingencies just in case catastrophes happen. Right. It'd be interesting if there always needed to be a minimum amount or things would start to fall apart. But maybe that's too complex. Um, because what I'm thinking is, is with because the balance gets thrown off, right? Yeah. So with uh, the fingernail trolls, which is something... and the people being turned into ravens, yeah, that depletes a large portion of the fae population, and they're kind of cut off, uh, magic-wise. And even if the ravens aren't, hmm, are the ravens cut off from their recycling? program <laughs> they they do recycle but <laughs> i think i think when the curse is undone they revert mm-hmm. back to fairy and if they're dead they go back up okay but they point. can't they're cut off as well i think so yeah okay no i like that because that helps the unbalancing we keep referring to and that's something we need to talk about i think and i think it needs to start somewhere between maybe puck and oberon has some kind of altercation or puck leaves because of something that's happening and I don't Cause know. Because that's the reason it becomes unbalanced with Oberon and Tatiana, right? Yeah. Because at oh, some and point, I was Puck also... should have stepped in and. Yes. He should have prevented it. Exactly. You know, warned her that it was going to happen. Because I don't think the spell could have even happened now that I'm thinking about it. Could have happened without. She would have to be completely trusting of him in yes, order for that. And that would never happen. Right. Otherwise, because they're on equal bounds, you know. Mm hmm. No, I agree. I At one point we were discussing something to do with the ancient having um, a small opportunity maybe to slip in and um, cause either damage or some sort of fake distraction that Puck felt he needed to go take a look at just long enough for the ancient to also give Oberon the upper hand. Because we discussed at one point about Oberon throwing what's his face into that portal, right? Yes. 
So what if um, Oberon had split, had um, accidentally stumbled onto um, uh, either a small rift or a way to communicate with the ancient? And um, oh, you look like you have an idea. Yeah. I, I, okay. I think we're getting too much. The ancient's great, and I and I love using him for those things. I I think this should be something that that Puck screws up on though. Oh, okay. I think maybe he's getting to the point where he doesn't want to be Puck anymore. It's time for the next Puck, and he's oh, tired. Okay. okay. But he realizes, you know, this is kind of his end iteration, the end of an era. The the king and queen are gone. Everything he knew and once loved and everything else are gone. Oh, that's such a good point. He's the puck from the previous era. So this is really just him making sure things are running smoothly, and then he hands it off to the next person. And maybe he was planning on maybe putting Malachi as, as puck or doing something like oh, that. Oh, that would be an awesome reason for Malachi to be there as well. That's awesome. But then this happens. Okay, so he's getting close to retirement. He's a little tired of the job. He's slacking a little because he's like, it's been so smooth for so long. Um, Oberon, do, so do we think that Puck is aware of Oberon being in the Assassin's Guild? No. Or, or I, Because I, Puck I is think supposed to be pretty darn powerful. I think he's been through the intrigue thing before. I think he's way above that. No, I, I like that. It's like he's been part of a, a peaceful reign for such a long time. He just has full trust that things will work out. Because yeah. he's been part of such a, and he's not, you know, obviously the, the transition period, like the wild hunt is how you pick the partner, whether it's queen or king, right? So that ceremony is done. Perhaps there's a following ceremony that's supposed to happen a certain amount of time after. And I want to make that one kind of like a secretive, like this is yes. like only Puck knows about Puck. You know what I mean? Yes. And the successor. Exactly. And what I'm thinking is, is because great hunt's done, I'm going to, I'm going to retire here. I'm going to go party. And maybe he takes off to some other part of the plant he knows about and just goes and, and drinks his way through some portion of I love it. whatever. I love it. And yeah. that, that way, when, when he realizes what's happened and he comes back, he's like, ah, he's got all that guilt pent up and that makes him go to the world and become uh, Frank the editor. And he, and he stays on, even though we shouldn't have. Right. It should, and then Malachi ends up, that's great. So okay. instead of being this jaunty, you know, jolly puck, let's fresh and revitalized. That he's supposed to be. He's this old dude that's like tired all the time. He's like, look, I know all this stuff. I've already done it and I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. But now I got to finish this because I screwed up. Yeah. He, and he's, he's, he's seen every trick he's done with it. Oh, no. And that's so great because even, even for Malachi's story that ties in so well, there's something wrong about how Malachi's life was lived out. It's not supposed to be this way. And Malachi, with all of these things happening to him, he must deep down know it combined with the curse, combined with Tati on his rage he became this perfect catalyst for things to go off course and that's oh it's so perfect i love it okay so puck um the great hunt is done or the wild hunt is finished the ceremony is completed say there's a set of rules a couple of signs that have to happen first and then a, a secret ceremony where he with him and malachi to do the final whatever well he might have to like train them there might be a transitioning period too right like showing him look you're gonna you're gonna be heightened here that's the thing. and also you're gonna be interested in intelligence you're gonna want information all the right. time about everything and it's gonna be nonstop. Mm -hmm. you can't stop because th that's your job. So things are going to change in you. Mm -hmm. you he's he's kind of in that. There, there has to be a teaching transitioning period. So right. so things don't happen. What happened? You know. You know what I right. mean? Right. Exactly. There's no so hiccup. what I'm thinking is like that. Like a like in all of these myths and legends, there's always certain signs that have to be fulfilled before you can do the the thing, the ritual, the yes. transition. So what if Puck was like, okay, 
the, the wild hunt is one of those things that is done. That means the era is ending. The cycle is, is moving. The next sign I need to wait for, and I can't do anything to speed it up. Um, you know, is blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to go hang out here. I'll know when the sign happens, Yeah. but then the sign happens and he doesn't catch it. Or maybe he's, you know, it has to be something he's going to catch it or maybe he needs to miss something, uh, dramatic enough that he misses everything. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be, he's already picked a successor. Malachi is supposed to be the next pup in that. I mean, stuff's already set in motion for that. As soon as Malachi's wings get ripped off. Ooh, yeah. Okay, and he gets sense of that portal. I mean, I'm sure something, like, happens to Puck. Like, right. oh, what just happened? Not right, not right. Yeah. Well, like, what I'm thinking is, like, um, like you said, there there's supposed to be a transference, a training between Puck and Malachi to where Puck is like, you – it's you, this is going to be, this is what it is. But instead of taking Malachi inside and doing that, he thinks I've got some time, things are relaxed. And then it, so you want it to be to where he goes and, and goes off. Cause he's, he's like, nothing's going to happen while I'm gone. It's fine. And while he's gone, this thing with Malachi happens. Maybe. Cause that means the war of the wings and the rebellion. That's a lot of time. Maybe part of the training of becoming puck. Okay. Cause you have to have experiences. You have to have experience in order to do the, and run things properly. Maybe part of the experience was joining the guard because normally the royal cast doesn't do that. And Puck right. needs to be a jack-of-all-trades type of deal. Right. So maybe he joins the royal guard and he's waiting for him to finish out whatever part of his training through the royal guard. All this stuff happens. Well, okay, so this is the tough part because we're mixing timelines because Tatiana's already a raven by War of the Wings. Yeah. So it has to be right after Oberon's coronation. And, and there's got to be a reason he stays away in the intern too. Exactly. Maybe he gets into trouble somewhere while he's getting drunk or something and gets locked up. I mean, there's a lot of fairy stories about fairies getting drunk and getting having too much fun because Puck is meant to be this. I mean, he is super crazy, talented, all kinds of stuff, but his demeanor he puts off to people is mischievous and don't take me seriously. And that's why he's so dangerous is because he's something that people underestimate and would never consider once to be anything more. So, um, so maybe that gets turned on him somehow. I know. I mean, he could get trapped. Maybe he got trapped by ravens. Maybe they, they, uh, maybe he got trapped by a different species. Uh, maybe he literally just got way too drunk and he drank, drank something he wasn't supposed to. And that it, maybe that's the reason he beats himself up so much is because he was supposed to be on it and he let one little thing like getting too drunk put him down for too long. He was on a bender. Yeah, but like, like a, a fairy bender drink. could last hundreds of years. And maybe he, whatever he was on, whatever drug or alcohol or whatever he was doing, nulled that sense and he was just out there. And maybe he knows that the transition can't happen until he's ready for it to happen. So he's like, I deserve this. I'm yeah. going to go on a bender. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Maybe he helped orchestrate a lot of the events that made sure things happened. And he's like, cool. I'm, you know, I'm ready to be done with this job. I'm totally works. ready for retirement. But I also know that I am going to, you know, I'm going to, I want to enjoy the perks of being me this one last time and nothing's going to happen. It'll be fine. Maybe he dies when he passes on the puckness. That's what I'm thinking is that he, he goes, he returns to the great mother and he knows it. And he's just kind of like, <sighs> one last minute. I know. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. I mean, that's very puckish to be like, Hey, before I pass on this super sacred, crazy duty, I'm going to go get real drunk for a little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be that would be sweet. Go find some mermaids or something. Go go. Maybe all of it. Maybe he just goes. Yeah. And says, I want to go explore and not worry about oh, it for a minute. Yeah. It just goes around the whole world and just has some fun and literally doesn't tune in. Yeah. For like 200 years. 
Yeah. I mean, so like there, there is something in this mythology to where there's fey wine. And of course, if humans drink it, you are just, you were, you're messed up forever. Like you're the rest of your life. I'm pretty sure you're just done. You're kind of a slave because you're basically like fey drunk forever. It makes you feel incredible. And so I wouldn't huh. be surprised if there was fey wine made, probably made out of those berries. And he's like, you know, I don't normally drink fermented fairy berries. <laughs> but I'm going to, uh, this is my last day. And he's like, oh, you know, one won't hurt. And then one turns into more. And it's just a scene of him going around this world partying. Yeah. Maybe he parties up in the stars a little bit. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's just, just everywhere. Yeah. Not everything has to have a super deep meaning. Maybe Puck just wanted to have a vacation. <laughs> I'm so tired of looking after the king and queen all the time. There's so much work. Yeah. Uh, and, and drama just, and everything else. Yeah. Uh, just constantly. And so he's like, I did a great job. I deserve this. And then everything goes, goes to. Cause I, I, okay. I, I, I enjoy, you know, blaming the ancient for everything, but after a while you can, you don't want it. It becomes a one note thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. We need to have some actual, you know, not exactly human, but human, uh, aspects to this, which is, Hey bro, you, you failed on the last day of your job. You went and got drunk. <laughs> that is like the, the worst <laughs> way to go out. It's like, you're about to retire. You're about to get your pension. And then you get so drunk that you literally get fired. Or no, or you mess up something and you realize you have to go work for the next year and a half. So instead <laughs> of retiring, you still have to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. He's not... Except for him, it's like hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. Sitting here on earth in some dingy little apartment hating life. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I love it. I love it so much. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Because when we get to him in there, and I mean, his his attitude and his humor, I mean, because he's still going to be this mischievous dude, but he's just going to be some crotchety old man mischievous. Like, like I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> Kids, get off my lawn. I am way past of... the point of <laughs> Yeah. No, I love it. Oh, that's so great. No, that's, that's perfect. And then I would really like it if Oberon and Tatiana didn't know who he was because he's not their puck. He's just, uh, he's a figure they know, but they don't understand. Maybe he's a grand ancestor relative or anything, something like that. Like it was. Yeah, something. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's always the third child or second child. Like the royalty only ever have one child, but whenever they have a second, it becomes the puck or whatever. Or maybe that is a signal for puck to have his Oh, thing, that's a good, yeah. To have two real children. I love it. No, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. That's great. Yeah. And then he's just like, damn, finally. This yeah. is great. I'm going to go party. I'll be right back. Because maybe the great mother can sense that he's like, okay, he's kind of tuning out to his job. He doesn't want to do yeah. it anymore. You know, yeah, and, it's only and most he bosses goes, were like that. screws it up. <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. Yes. Okay, cool. So in the meantime, Malachi just gets his entire fate crumpled up for a vendor. Man, man, that's rough. Can you imagine if you were destined to be this grand figure and instead this guy goes and just gets drunk for a while and you don't get anything? You, oh you get everything God! Good. I mean, he gets he gets pooped on. Poor Malachi. Do we do we have anything redeeming for him besides death? No, I'm sorry. There's nothing really. Oh my God! So so for this puck, does he have to continue to be puck for this new cycle once they restore the balance, or are we going to have a new child? I think there should be a new puck that comes in, and he finally gets to go fine, and then I'm going to retire. Well, I've been thinking on a couple things, so. Oh. Yeah. Tell me, please uh, share. I don't know yet if it's because it's still not. I'm thinking maybe whoever he passes his uh, his thing off to, maybe he becomes like an intern puck until the uh, the rightful 
puck comes to claim it, but that would be kind of there... weird because the puck needs to be around the king oh. and the queen. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it has to be. It has to be Faye. It can't be human. I'm, I'm thinking there's just gonna be. He has to wait until the next, not until the next one, but until the great mother, you know, craps out a new fairy. Yeah, and maybe, <laughs> man, that great mother. She went from real elegant to real chicken fast. <laughs> Is that our new thing now? Is that the new? Oh man, chicken hole is, is chicken. my my newest. Yeah, the lowest point is chicken hole. Oh, oh. that's my that's my favorite. George, George, George. Oh, George. All Parker. I see is George Costanza now from Seinfeld. Oh no, no, George. <laughs> no, George. No, George. With that, I really like the Charlotte super specified his curly waxed mustache. Like that was just the no other facial features at all, but a curly mustache. That'd be perfect. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, but that that wax mustache. All right, yes. um, okay. So Puck goes on a bender, messes up his job, has to stick around and make it right, and then well, I, think... I mean we did kind of want to have a whole story arc for the editor slash Puck anyway. Yeah, and I just I but I but the whole point of it is is and it's what we're doing here is I wanted it to come out of what we're doing. I wanted it to come out organically, and that's exactly what's happening. So. Right. The storyline, I mean, when we start focusing on it, we're going to have key points already there, and then we can just hone in on what we feel is fun or important or whatever. Right. And, I mean, we're we're playing around with the conduit being human. So, I mean, things are changing in this world. So if you had kind of an inkling of an idea there about what might happen, perhaps it could happen in the future, we'll we'll play with it more. Let's I don't, discuss I don't it think, more. I don't think the Fae traditions, because humans can't go up into the Great Mother, and it's so closely mm-hmm. tied, there's no way to integrate that. And I don't think I want to. I, I like the Fae being that, because, okay, I think also another big thing in here is, is they're going to be kind of the, uh, the caretakers. Um, they'll be able to, whether they know it or not, they'll be able to watch the experiment, and if it gets to a certain point, wipe it and reset it to a certain point. Okay. Okay. And that way, if we have some later on, if we have some, like where we merge the two dimensions together, mm-hmm. that we can have some kind of giant, you know, deep set reset button that can pull the two apart. And Interesting. You see what I'm saying? And, and like, blah, 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 I mean, like a I mean, what rewind. if that's what that, that three person balance is for? Oh, well, it might be. Three takes keys all... for the nuclear button. Yeah. And they don't right. quite know what it is. They just know that this needs to be fixed. And this is the, the in case of emergency button. Interesting. What if there's something around the portal to where there's like certain pedestals and stuff around the portal that can only be activated by the king? Like they could be, they could be opened by all three of them. Yeah. But if the king, queen and puck are all there with the same intent, they can detonate through the portal the earth or reset it as you said the king and queen on this side puck has to go through and since he has the ability to go through at any time he wants this is why he has it so he can get through to the conduit and him on that side oh interesting two on each side yeah doing a thing to to create that connection and keep it steady it's just like nuclear keys you know you ready to turn yes we're ready to turn and you all have to be in sync all four at the same time yep and that way yeah very intense so it's never had to, to been used and or if it want, had been used, no one would remember. Yeah, and they don't want anything that, that could be even – well, those four will remember because they're going to have to stop and alter any event that's going to happen that leads up to that depending on how far they reset it because they Maybe might Maybe it's an, uh, an instinctual memory only when they're in that specific time and place. Say they're about to do it or they're even thinking about it and they're all collected there and they'll have memory of all the times it's either been done or almost been done. And it's a collective memory only when they get into that scenario. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So that way they can never accidentally do it. Yeah, and that was the whole that's the whole point of having two on either side of the portal. I mean, everything has to be right because I think the creator of this whole thing is like, look, if it's going to blow up and it needs to blow up, it'll it'll blow up if it needs to. But if there's a chance right. that it can be fixed, here's here's an offhand chance. Yeah. I'll give you one last little you know, yeah. go at it if you want to try and fix this whole thing. Otherwise, we're going to... So, so is this thing something that they can wipe it repeatedly, or is it a one and done? Because um, this is the scenario I was thinking in my head, is if they they decide to do this thing, they all collect there, and they're like, I'm sure I have this tickling in the back of my head that once we're all in the right place, then it will kind of tell us how to do it. So they, they get there, and then the the scenario, the stone, the portal, all of them together gives them um, memories of them doing this in the past yeah. so that they know which, like, say the Earth developed the same exact way in the past with a slight difference, and they reset it then. Yeah. That way they can compare to those past instinctual king and queen memories or maybe, like, the great mother communal memory comes out and relays well, it for The him. great mother, I think, is going to be also a little bit different than what the actual magic is. The magic is oh. just the inlaid and uh, computer that they can access and do whatever. The great mother is something that runs the fairies. And it's, it's okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And there just needs to be some, some clarifications with those things. And those are just minor tweaks. But I think as soon as they get to this point, this is this is a something that's outside of that whole realm. It is kind of a... Uh, a control point, a mechanism within it. It's not part of the experiment. It is It is a button that shouldn't be there. So when they get there, yes, I think they'll have like memory of what's happened before. They'll be like, oh, okay. okay, this is what's going on. This is how we fix this. And this and should it be fixed? Should yeah, we let yeah, it yeah. go on well, I like this that. point? Maybe it doesn't need to be fixed. Maybe, maybe right. this is something we need to back away from. And that's what I was thinking is once they get there, they get that communal memory or that past memory and they can go, oh, no, wait, this is actually – Okay, we need to back away from this. Exactly. Yeah, hey, and it and it kind of stops. Just a warning, guys. This has happened before, but it needs to happen this time. Go ahead and let it. Or yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just that little pop-up screen on your computer is saying, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it needs to be. It needs to be like three or four times. Okay, so when we talk about the interface of this particular program, I always want to personify it into some sort of. You know, of course, in this case, mythical creature or something the that Sphinx. appears when the Sphinx. Oh, you like oh the Sphinx. <laughs> also, just oh, the don't... questioning. Are you asking a no, not sphincter. Butthole <laughs> talking to you. No, <laughs> you were moving your hand like that, and I was like, don't make the Sphinx a sphincter. I am the mighty Sphinxster. <laughs> in in history and everything else, it's always used as a gatekeeper. No, perfect. I love it. I love it. So if they. And I'm sure this would this could possibly be in the story arc sometime in the future. Say the angels and demons try to invade the Fey realms and something's going wrong. I like the whole crushing the two dimensions together too, because that would oh, be a oh yes, I forgot. That's going to be such a fun storyline. I'm so excited about that. Um, yeah, no, that's great. So that they can go to that place and be like, is this supposed to be happening, or should we like <laughs> guys? Should we like stuff's really messed up right now. <laughs> I'm I'm like part buffalo and I really don't know why and I'd like to go back now please. I got hooves. <laughs> no, oh my god, I can't I can't pull my fingers because I don't have any fingers. <laughs> They're hooves now. I see that that uh, that scene from uh, the Emperor's New Groove where he clacks his little hooves together. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just love the idea of this going so terribly wrong. Them combining and people and being like centaurs, but like the wrong type of centaurs to where the upper half is horse and the back half is human. Oh, God, I can't wait for it's something like a human with a bunny, but it's an actual bunny size with an actual human size. No, and it's just horribly morbid and terrible. 
yes, oh, God. It's something that should not happen. No, no. And they know, and they're like, this is not right. But some of the people weirdly go together perfectly, which is what I want to see. Yeah. And I think that would be some really like snakes and human, like the, the slithery body. Oh, yeah, Naga. That, yeah. There's actual mythology about that. Naga. Yeah. Which is a very neat, very neat combination. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, we, t- we puck, uh, our, our plan B plan, or I don't know, maybe that's plan. more of a plan D or plan Z. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a plan never should be on the table, I think is what it should yeah. be. Um, but we need to get back to Malachi because I think we're yeah. like 25 minutes in here and on the first. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. We're doing the fable. Poor Malachi. He just gets kind of pooped but, over. But now we know why he got pooped over. No, that's great. That's such a great explanation. Okay. Um, the next two lines, their magic was stripped, their weapons on racks. The beautiful wings were torn from their backs. I did want to ask you about um, their magic was stripped, obviously attached to the wings. Yes. Which so it, it keys in perfectly to the next sentence. But their weapons on racks, um, I really like this, mainly because it, it seems to imply that every citizen kind of has weaponry on them. Okay. So the whole fairy etiquette thing, everybody carries – okay. Fairies, Are we Wild West in this? No. Uh, well, kind of. Um, they have found that if everybody is – if everybody's armed, nobody's out of place on this one. And not only that, everybody is armed with magic, okay? Everybody has nukes ready. Right. Fairy etiquette and from birth, from everything else, from what you're taught, how you're honed, and what you believe in everything else, use a sword. Sword always okay. comes first, and then maybe something oh. with the sword. Okay? So the sword is like the slap in the face before you actually go duel with guns. Well, it should be – it should it, it should never get two guns, even if – No, 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 like – no, remember the in the old whatever olden times or whatever you you if someone wants to duel someone else, um, you would smack them in the face with a glove to say that hey this is the duel and then you would do swords or guns or whatever else. But it's a it's a it's a polite way to say hey I'm not going to murderate you with magic and we're just going to do this the civilized way with weapons. Yes, only it that's is, what you mean. It's beaten into them. It's almost glamoured into them. They can't think of using their magic that way, and that's why the humans can be so much more powerful because they don't have that uh, etiquette bit built they in. They don't have a cap. Oh, so is there a reason for that? For that um, restriction on magic using? Yeah, they don't want to destroy everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get that they're super powerful and all. Think of, um, think of, uh, 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 not, not Klingons, <laughs> not Klingons. Yeah, I love Klingons. They're just so magically powerful. No, no. Klingon. Vulcan. The Vulcans. Vulcan. Okay. okay. Do you remember? Oh, this? how they constantly have control. Yes. Always under control. In fact, I mean, I mean, that's pretty okay. close. That's pretty close to the explanation of why fairies are the way they are. They're there right. to to curate, make sure that the experiment goes right. Okay, and they're not there yeah. to go. And, they're locked off from everything. They don't really go out into the world except for on vendors. Right. I mean, right? <laughs> Puck. So, no, I like that. Maybe their emotion. If they get too emotional, they they just unleash magic because they're made out of magic. Yeah. Perhaps they unleash it unwittingly on small amounts. They could still be dangerous, and that's rude because you could set someone's house on fire. It, well, yeah, just obliterate. Duh, I get or, it. Or whatever. I get it. But the whole thing is, is they have this etiquette beat into them, it's so okay. much so that it, that it's it's it is a limiter on their power. They cannot go past it, even if they wanted to. They can't. Do yeah, it. and that's why their their demeanor is so stoic and cold and proper all the time, is because they have to keep a constant leash on this. Interesting. Okay. Okay. No, I like it. I get it. 
I just want a little background to that. Uh, okay. And those weapons on the racks were, I, I, and I, I was, I don't know if it's on racks or weapons were racked. Either way. I mean, yeah. they're put on something or piled. I, I'd like there to be a uh, cast uh, labeled weapons. Like uh, just, you know, everybody has an insignia for what cast they belong to. Yeah. Since they don't have family uh Also, oh, maybe the family cast will depend on what weapon you use. Right. Maybe, you know, carpenters have, like, hammers or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But le- not, like, small hammers, but, like, you know. Yeah, war hammers, hammers, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. And that, that could be kind of fun. With yes, they have very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> the artists. You know, if we, if, we could, if we could visual all this as human size, watching all this stuff happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're, they're oh, putting this tra- It's so good. I keep forgetting that they are like five inches tall. And it's just so funny because I'm imagining these massive creatures that are elegant and terrifying. But you're right. They're just little adorable a uh, sledgehammer size of toothpaste. <laughs> with, with little tiny fireworks. And that's what it is. And that's a perspective. When you change perspective on things, things right. take on whole new meetings. It's Oh, crazy. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, it makes me want to do a pan in of their world to where you start really far out. And as you come in, you see like little puffs of light or little tiny things. And as you get in, it gets massive and just kind of like washes over you with smoke and fire and stuff. Yeah. That could be a fun little play and nobody will get it. Cause they'll just think it's like, Oh, you're coming in from space. But over time you'll realize these things are tiny and you actually came in from really high up to really far down. Oh, I love it. That's great. <laughs> Changing that perspective. Yeah. And then uh, let's see here. Uh, and, and the wings torn from their backs. I mean, that I think, I think there should be physical manifestations uh, or okay. at least for the Fae. I think they should. For the angels and demons, I don't think there will be. No. Well, no, I mean, I think it's a matter of, like, light and energy because the main theme we have for all these creatures is the manipulation of energy. Yeah. Right? So I think if the angels or demons really wanted to wow or terrify someone, uh, lots of old Bible verses with angels coming down say, do not be afraid because it looks like they have six wings and a lion head and blah, 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 blah. They can manifest as they wish. And maybe the the wings are really just a refraction of light. Which makes sense is why they would have six pairs of wings on their butts. Right. uh, Specifically on the butt. I mean, there's just just, just butt angels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just like the cartoons with a butt in the air and just do not be afraid. Oh, too many butt jokes. Oh, it's it's too good. Uh, But yeah, no, I like it because I do do like the actual, I mean, I already have a a drawing of one of the Cambion with one of his wings outstretched. So I'm very partial to that imagery. But we can, of course, play with that in a more metaphorical sense. And I like like the corruption. Oh, and that's what I was going to tell you. So what Mm -hmm. I've decided for the demons is there's only eight demons there's the seven oh, yeah. The, yeah 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 okay seven original sins so green mm-hmm. sloth all that stuff okay and mm-hmm. they're gonna reflect that they're gonna be because they're corrupted like yes like if sloth inhabits a body it just grosses out or if you know vain or vanity or whatever you know it just right. it reflects that and it corrupts that body and makes it that way so and that's why it gets useless after they're done yeah, yeah it's because it's just completely what, destroyed. Exactly, they they can't help but overtake and wipe out that because they they are so there's so much there isn't any room the for the embodiment. Yeah, I mean it's and that's the same with the angel though too. I mean it does the same thing. Right, 
Because they're just too powerful. They're pure energy. They're just burning up their hosts. Right. Whereas the Cambion and the Seraphim are mm-hmm. just, are lesser, there's lesser of them. Lesser energy. Yeah, lesser energy. So their hosts don't necessarily always die. And sometimes, sometimes they keep their, their baby body. Sometimes they, they don't just go into energy form. Sometimes they stay and live a full, not oh, human okay. life, but it's, it's a twisted. There's some, Yeah. So to where they they can see perhaps the angels, demons, seraphim, and cambion. Well, what I'm thinking is like, have you ever heard of like Golgotha, the 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 poop demon? I mean, <laughs> are we are we in a theme today with the butts and the poop and the? I, I, <laughs> yeah. the, the just, point is today's theme is yeah. butt. <laughs> Continue, sir. Thank, Tell me about you, your Martha, poop demon. For clarifying that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's basically the manifestation of like poop. And and that's when he stays. As he poop. literally is the manifestation of poop. Yeah, you, are the, people terrified of poop? You're terrified of poop? No. Well, uh, no, we're I, not going to go into a conversation about poop. We can't do. No. Okay. Anyway. Different views of poop. But uh, the... okay. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, Golgotha. So I love it because it could be literally. What if? Uh, okay, so you know it might how? Be a different name for those of you who viewing and are going to like totally like correct pull the apart. Crap yeah, it might not be Golgotha. I just bear know. with us. Perhaps we just like to say Golgotha, and we made up the word for our own poop demon. There you Maybe go. that's Trevor's personal poop demon. <laughs> you don't know. Don't judge. I got to go drop another Golgotha here real quick. Yeah, gross. Don't. Oh, but, the, God. but the point is, is the sometimes that that Cambion, it 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 stays and it is something. It's a lesser like, demon and it is yeah. something. And it's not. I, I, I would love there to be the variation is based on the humans. Yeah. Or perhaps the variation is based on um, maybe a little bit from the human. But you said there's seven demons, eight demons. Oh, and, they're all And the kind demons of... that come off from them are in a part like that. So like you said with. um, So what is the one where you eat a bunch? It's not. Uh, uh, Sloth no. is like laziness. Yeah. Um. It's uh, it's greed. not hunger, uh, not greed, because that's for money and wealth. It's darn it all. What is the name of that? Um, oh God. Anyway, the point is, is that um, yes. if say with lust, lust is the demon that had a, a child. That perhaps the lesser demon would then be a succubus, um, or it could be someone who's like the a sexual really handsome, fetishes that are a really handsome young man with striking black hair and and beautiful features. <laughs> Oh, are we gonna do that? Are we gonna make make Matthew the the lust demon lesser? I mean, it would be perfect as a spy, to be honest. If we make him a lust demon uh, lesser, um, and he never lost his body, he was just born in this perfect, handsome body. I knew that's don't where you ever were going. Don't have this. to worry about certain issues. <laughs> and he just wants Addison for her banging body. All right. He's got one. Why can't he have some? <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, I enjoy it. And there's so many really? uh, minor, <laughs> shut it down, shut it down. My own personal lust demon is in the other room. It's fine. <laughs> no, but no, that's a great thing. Cause I was thinking about um, the, the poop demon you just mentioned yes. being a minor spinoff of the actual demon. That's the hunger demon. The one that eats too much. That's such a great pun for demons that his son would be the literal poop demon. <laughs> Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like that was like I am the demon of eating too much and my son pooping. <laughs> it's just so perfect and I love it. And then you then you can tie in the succubus and incubus, which is just male and female versions of lust, which is just the lesser demons from that that specific demon, which is great. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of those. There's got to be a lot of. You can tie and in I Hercules. love this idea of like you know serial killers who also do terrible things in that particular nature could be either demons themselves were influenced and possessed by those 
spirits and that's a great i love it yeah, there's a great hierarchy going on there because there could be different varyings of how much they took from their parent you know what mm-hmm. i mean they may have took too much their form so now they can possess other people and now they just have these bad that's habits that's or or the lord of where? flies or 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 you know okay but on the other hand then the flip coin side of that is things like zeus things like hera hercules uh okay. demigods oh that's from so the, there's seraphim but, the angels and then zeus having the sun uh, hercules okay. okay and hercules is like exactly what we're talking the titans right. who right. turned out to be giant rocks and water. right 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 and just you know what there's a lot of biblical stories that used to talk the talk about angels having affairs with humans and a lot of offspring coming from that until one point uh i think it was either noah's ark wiped out a bunch of them yeah or a, a bosh was put on it to where they're like okay you guys need to come down because your babies are getting cray or, i would uh, love oh god just wiped all the genitalia off you I mean if you don't have them you can't like, do that you guys Stop it. So I'd love there to be like a limited amount of those uh, seraphim just because they those are where all the old yeah. legends came from. All of the monsters, not monsters, but like you said, the titans, the Greek gods, uh, all these different creatures that used to exist on Earth but don't anymore mysteriously. Yeah. And those were the angel offspring and only a few are left. And those are the ones that can either blend in or are just entered energy themselves that can possess people well with there's there's some other things we're looking at here like uh, norse gods loki right. okay there's a bunch of little and we can make them just because they're major gods in those mythologies doesn't mean they can be lesser gods here loki could be walking around in our universe okay? oh you would love that <laughs> so i mean loki. there is there's yeah. potential for all of it so but and that's that's what i like about this whole thing it's 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 allowing for our mythology and our ethoses and our and everything else to play out with these things, with these alternate things, with the alternate histories and stuff. Yeah, we can go yeah. back with alternate histories too and and run through World War Two or the Battle of you know da 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 Pompeii. Well, I mean, you also have such a great little switch here as well as uh, I mean, literally that that restart switch yeah. that you talked about. I mean, there Noah's could be flood. different histories unflowing, uh, yeah, uh, unfolding Noah's uh, Noah's Ark. All different kinds of cataclysmic events that may have happened on Earth that just got restarted. Because instead of water, it was actually just a flow of magic wiping out everything. Oh, but it looks like water. And the only way to survive it was to get on Noah's Ark, which is actually this little capsule. I would love if it was just like Puck sitting up there like, come on. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> seriously, we could do any number of things like that. It would, That's great. And it would work out. I mean, because really that, well. oh, that would be so great. If uh, Oh, my God. There's so many things. Oh, my brain just exploded. <laughs> Oh my God. He said like a, a solid, like 50 yard stare of just like, Oh, but then you could do this. And then you could do this. That was fantastic. Cause I love that. Cause then you can wipe out like all kinds of mythical creatures or perhaps you didn't wipe out mythical creatures. Perhaps you brought them back to the Fey realms um, in the flood, in that flood of magic. The Fey realms is a, is a mirrored universe. They were already there. So they got mm-hmm. wiped out here, mm-hmm. but they were always there. Oh, Oh, you guys actually have unicorns here? Well, you guys did, but we had an issue and had to reset. Obviously, you guys can't handle the majesty of a unicorn, so we had to take them away from you. <laughs> well, the angels and demons maybe got overzealous in their reproductive things, and things happened oh, a bit too Jesus. much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That makes me sad. So the rest of the poem, since we've gotten a little bit distracted here, um, the their fate, it was sealed. They made their own bed. Malachi was still angry. Still, even and he followed his men through the portal, his wings were ripped off. He's still just super pissed. And then um, the very last thing he does right before he goes through the portal is he turns back to Oberon and swears, you know, they'll all. Yeah. Yeah. You'll go down. 
And I, which again, if we keep in mind that this whole thing is a propaganda piece, and I hate to burn it into people, but this is what it is. We're, this is in the process of making Malachi that bad guy. That's what this that's whole true. thing is for. Right, 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 right. So, so we don't know. That, I mean, that that's possibly true because we know that Malachi at this point is having a rough time. All of this kind of confusion is burning through him from various sources, and I'm sure he's sitting there just kind of. Well, he and Oberon are standing there watching people go in. So maybe he and Oberon have some kind of talk, and then at the end he's like, I'll kill you. In the, you know what I mean? He he gets yeah. heated with Oberon at that point, you know. Right, right. And, I mean, that would be great. And that that's actually a, a huge feat of strength for him to have that much energy and focus and, and cognitive ability after his wings have been ripped off. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that hatred. That's that. I mean, not only his hatred, but I'm sure part of Tatiana's hatred put in there, too. I mean, this mm -hmm. whole thing is just and that's probably what keeps his people running. He probably yep. fuels them on that hate, that, yeah. that need for revenge. And that's why they find the dark magic, because he, he wants revenge no matter what. Right. He's driven. And it twists them and it turns them into terrible, terrible little figures. And, and um, perhaps not even fully through their fault. You know, there's something missing. Everything is unbalanced. And I think with this unbalance, as it continues further and further, and especially after their wings are ripped off, I think this unbalance should manifest in a form of uh, population insanity. Um, not like all at once, obviously, but people just like their casts are kind of falling apart and they're not quite doing their jobs right. And they're oh, not quite the fae of themselves, the fae themselves as these cycle as these figures aren't recycled back in. As the king becomes more unbalanced because he's not in check as he should be, and Puck is no longer on their planet, I think that the the population as a whole are losing what their job is. When they're and born, they know what casts are supposed to go into. They enjoy doing it. So at this point, maybe they're getting recycled in with, with things, and they're not knowing what they should do. So maybe they're getting like, you know what I mean? And they have, for, for a weird reason, some of the fae are homeless, and they're just wandering the streets. And that's so terrible, and it's like a blight because they they should know exactly what they should be doing. And what it is is the the great mother is forced to produce more because of the catastrophic loss, and she's yes. having to produce f like new fame material. You know but what I mean? Soul material. Yes. Meaning they don't have the ones recycled back in. Meaning that they're still slightly uh, not like not fully energized. Like or they're, they're not, not using all enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't, maybe they don't have full contact or something's not right. And they're, they're wandering. They're, they're kind of confused. They're, they're not doing their job. Suicide. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. And they just, they just want to go back in. They don't know what's yeah. wrong. Something is fundamentally wrong. Yeah. And Oberon's just sitting up there partying, not paying attention. And yeah. And there's never homeless there because they all have a, a perfect function. They're a machine. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think you nailed yeah. it on the head. I think that's awesome. And all because of of, of Puck Spinner. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pull it together, Puck. That's right. And so ends the exile. Exile. We'll catch you next time on The New World. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, subscribe and check us out on Facebook at Fay Realms and our Twitter at Stoic Tales 1. Please leave comments and be a part of the show. Thank you.